Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, it's me. It's Jake. Hi, how's it going? This is episode uh, 167, and I, you know, by now you know, I like to know the number episode it is. And so now, not only do I know, you know. So thank you for listening. And my guest today, hey, I'm just getting ready to go down to Melbourne for this International Comedy Festival. I'm super looking forward to it. I can't wait to see anybody who shows up. Please come out. If you don't live in Australia and you're not planning to go to Australia, I don't know what is the matter with you because it's a great place and it's going to be a great time. But if you're not going to be at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and you'd like to see me, go to my website, jakethis.com. You can see where I've got coming up later this year. I'm going to Denver. I'm going to Chicago. Uh, I'm going a lot of places, and I'm doing a lot of things, and you can find all about it at uh, jakethis.com, or you can check out I'm on the Twitter at jakethis and uh, Instagram, blah, blah. You're listening to the podcast, so you already know about that. So I just want to get on with it today because I, I know I'm slightly late putting this episode out, but that's that's one of the trademarks. That's a thing that you can come to expect, really. You can count on that. Um, my guest this week is Emery Emery, who was the producer of my uh, and director uh, of my special uh, I Love You that aired on Showtime and Netflix. And I was talking to him about a new special. I did not collaborate with him on the last one, which was called uh, Pictures of My Dinner. And you can get that at my website. Um, but Emery and I were <clears throat> wanted to get together to talk about doing another one. And so... Uh, we said let's let's also do a podcast. Let's do a podcast because he's he's an interesting guy to talk to, and so there's a little bit of producer special talk, and there's a little bit of general talk, and we had a good time. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. I will tell you this: uh, the batteries died on the podcast recording thing, and so there is a point in the podcast where we're talking, and then it clunks out and it, I have to turn it back on so you missed a little something but it wasn't really believe me you didn't miss that much but you'll hear that and so now you know what that is so that's not even going to be a mystery to you at the time when it happens geez I bet you're glad you listened to this part it's almost over thank you for listening and here is Emery Emery here we go Well, we were going to have a conversation for the podcast, and then we were going to have a conversation about doing a new special. I thought what you're thinking. What, what, what was I thinking? Two in one, man. Let's do this. We can <laughs> talk about the special, the idea of doing another special. Yes. I want to do another special. Well, this is, should you be saying your secret thing out loud in front of the other people? You know what? This goes against um, type. We shouldn't be talking about something that's not done yet, especially a Hollywood project like this. But I say, you know what? Types are meant to be broken. Well, I want to do another special. And what I want to do is do it in a smaller venue. And I want to find a way to shoot it on the, so that, so that I can afford to, to kind of shoot a whole week worth of shows mm -hmm. and and possibly have it be um, um low profile enough that people in the audience aren't super aware of the shoot going on right what about the legality of it well you tell them that it's a shoot but you know it, when but they're not seeing a jib fly over their head yeah they're not they're seeing not... a jib fly over their head there's maybe two camera guys and three sitting cameras i thought of an idea for 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 a guy like stanhope Specifically, I was thinking of Stanhope when I thought of this idea. 
what if you had <clears throat> good photographers, really good people who know how to frame something, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting in the audience, filming from the perspective of the audience. Numerous people, like literally get a bunch of different people who could mount up a um, iPhones. The iPhones are amazing quality, right? They are pretty good. Well, I thought about shooting it all on GoPros, which you can, uh, you can get top-top with a GoPro. Yeah, the problem with GoPros is they've got that, that bent lens thing, which is, I think, distracting anyway. They've got that curved fish slightly thing curved on the fish outside. thing going. I don't like that. I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, my friend Owen Smith, I went to his taping of his special, and I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't, re- I don't know that it's come out. But uh, he taped it at the West Side Comedy Club here, up by the Promenade in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and he did a hit. He recorded it on iPhones. Cool. Those guys in the crowd. Mm. So that's been done. Yes, the thing that you're I talking about. Just love about that idea. I just think it's great, especially for a really gritty comic like Stan Hope. It just makes so much sense. And, and also, he hates when people film during a show. I, I love. The idea of actually shooting a special with the thing he hates. That was well, funny. nobody really likes it when people are filming them during the Why show. Why is that? I, you know, yeah. Well, I let's talk it. about that. Let's get off of this idea and we'll talk about this. We'll come back to later. this. But I, I, I'm, you and I, we're, on, we're in different chairs right now. Yes. Literally. I don't get that. Why? Why not? Here's my problem with the people who don't like it or the, the argument. Well, let me just it. say. Well, I guess I should get it first before I, I tear it. you know me. what you're going to say already. I do so, know. Um, so th- you're probably going to address these ideas. Let's then. hear it. Well, and, I, and I'm slightly of two minds because I do feel like, look, it's not a giant problem for me, people taping all the time, but it's distracting to the other people in the crowd. Like I'm trying to watch the show and I'm looking, I'm in the back and I'm seeing five screens that are brightly lit like fireflies. I can't watch the show while everybody else is taping the show. Okay. I also feel like, hey, you're not watching the show while you're taping the show. You're watching a tiny version of the show on your phone while I'm doing the big version that you're in the room for. So you should be there for that. Um, I think that a lot of guys get mad because they feel like, look, you're stealing my intellectual property. In that sense, I kind of feel like it's a problem if you got people coming up to you saying, hey, why don't you write some new material? I already saw that on YouTube. It's like, look... It's not my fault if you watched a camera phone of me doing something that hasn't been professionally recorded before. If you if you say, "Oh, I watched your comedy special on in its you know early forms on the audience video," are you sure? Are you filming me I'm, right now? I'm literally making notes because you're hitting so many points. I want to make sure I don't miss any of them. Yeah, um, go ahead. So, uh, so I feel like it's a little bit on the audience to not watch that stuff. Okay. Um, I think most of the people who are taping it are never going to watch it themselves. Probably it's a push whether people watching it are going to see it and want to come see you or see it and not want to come see you. or right. They already love you. That's why they're going out and searching for camera phone video of you. Right. It, it just seems to be a distraction in the showroom for the most part. That's my main problem. With Your main it. thing is distraction. I think so. You know, so there two is a points bit of the intellectual like property. I don't, like to have, I don't like to have a crappy version of a thing that I'm going to have a good version of out there. Right. All right. Did I miss anything? It sounds like the two points you hit were distraction and intellectual material You know, belonging to other people now. 
Yeah, I suppose. But okay, there's that's... different aspects of those two things. Okay. There's two, there's two ways to be distracted. The audience being distracted, which is the one you pointed out. The audience being distracted by these screens all around the, you know, as they look around. And the other would be you, the performer, or us as any, any performer, being distracted by someone holding that phone up. Um, do you differentiate between those two distractions, or do you care about the, the... Does it distract you as a performer? Well, they both diminish the show. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yes, it does. It's okay. distract. It's that's a distraction when you're doing a comedy special. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing a show while they're trying to film a show, and it's interfering with your connection with the audience a little bit. Okay, and it's and it's making you con- self conscious of like this isn't a just of the moment kind of a thing. I mean, maybe this is maybe we're going to come to a point in our lives where we don't make a distinction between when we're being recorded and when we're not being recorded. But yeah. but yeah, for me, I feel like it is a distraction on stage, and then it's also. It's, I've been at shows where I'm in the back and I can see so many camera phones, or the person right in front of me is holding their phone up, and it's so bright that I can't see the little tiny man playing the guitar. I, you know, that guy is proportionally smaller than this. You're Jake Johansson. You really should be getting better seats. We'll talk about that afterward. But here's I the need thing. a helper. I here's need a helper. Thing. But also, don't let's not forget, listeners. I'm a cheapskate. Yeah, right. I, I'm watching the Oscars last night, and. Uh, I, I couldn't believe sixth row. I'm seeing uh, producer. Uh, why can't I think of the director's name? Oh hell! Start um, naming movies that he's done. I know, right? Describe I, him. Let's do this like a game show. Pretend it's this one of those uh, Hollywood uh, password secret. All right, then. You know, so, all right, you got table it. Game. So uh, I believe that he direct. No, did he direct? It's a man. It's a man. He's sitting Jewish. in the front. Um, he reminds Spielberg. you. All right. So holy cow, that's who you couldn't get. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Both at this game because I just gave it out. No, it was pretty great though because it's man Jewish and you were done. I was done. You got it. That's all I had to do. Um, Six row. Faster when you're playing with yourself that game than when you're. It is right. The job was to get me to recognize it. Yeah, yeah. But then you would once you realize it, then you go Jaws or. Yeah, Jaws. I guess I I I sat next to at a uh, I I go to this. Bi monthly, every other monthly. How, uh, you know what? This is that's the thing. a funny I word. Right? Up a couple times because it can mean either. It can mean bi bi monthly. Twice a month. It can mean twice a month, or it can mean every, every other, other month. month. So I go and to there's this a big difference. <laughs> huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference, especially yeah. if you're talking about trying to figure out when to get your wife pregnant. But uh, here's, I, I sat next to the uh, the guy who wrote the script for Jaws the other day, just Called last Gottlieb. week. That's him. How'd you know? That's amazing. Well, just because he's he's a guy who's out there. I see him all yeah. the time. And he's, he, he wasn't the only guy who worked Lovely that, man. He, yeah, he's just a really great guy. And he's a comedy fan, too. Yeah, Carl. yeah, he is. He's uh, not just a fan, aficionado. That guy, he knew his shit. And yeah. I mean, going back to, into vaudeville, he, we talked about the wrist scratch joke. And he, man, he yeah. knows his stuff. I was at a dinner party with, with him earlier this year. Yeah. He's a good guy. Lovely guy. Um all right, so uh, boy, do we just man? We fractal. This show is just fractals when you have me over. Is it like that with everyone you talk to? It's problematic. It is, yeah. I mean, I there are people who like this show, and then there are probably a lot of people who've tried who don't have ADD and just, are just like me. I can't follow. Yeah, can I? So there are people who listen to this to show do. and don't like and don't like how fractal it is because it's distracting to them. And I did not even look to see if. I had battery power before um, before I started the first thing. So, we're back. Who knows what we lost? Are you there? 
I'm here, but I'm eating. And I don't want to chew in your right, audience's ear. I don't want to chew in audience's ear. People don't like it. Right. But let me tell you something. We're recording such a huge portion of our lives nowadays that mm-hmm. you're going to get some eating, ladies and gentlemen. That's just the facts. It's going to happen. If I didn't record myself while I, you're recording this right now. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, these are notes because I have... Well, we were just talking about people recording uh, during a show and how Doug Stanhope doesn't like that. And right. I said... I don't think people do like that. Your complaints narrowed down to too many fireflies in the audience, so it's distracting to the audience, mm-hmm. and the stealing of intellectual material. Those were your two complaints. Mm. Mm. Your other complaint was that people uh, on the stage can be distracted, uh, and you are one of those people. It's distracting to the performer and to the audience member, and uh, yeah. Now, that's that's where I'm at. Go ahead. As we progress as a culture and as a species, as we progress, the things that bother us go away. They, they, they melt away. Kids in their 20s and even maybe 30s, I'm mm-hmm. 52, they can sit in an audience and not in any way, shape or form, be distracted by the fireflies in the audience sh- shooting f- a footage of the event. And they don't even, it's, it's background radiation to them. They're not aware of it. I, I, I feel like that's a statement that has a ring of possible truth to it. Mm-hmm. But I also find that, it, you know, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they're just, they've never known a world where that wasn't going on. So they don't know how awesome it would be if that stopped. I mean, it'd be like, hey, if every, if every time you wanted to watch a movie, somebody turned on all the lights and the vacuum cleaner and you had to just concentrate and watch this kind of barely dimly lit screen while someone's vacuuming that would be like well that's it was great i loved it and well, then I can all be, at once somebody I, changes and makes it the other way you're like wow that's what an improvement i can be in an audience where a lot of people are filming what's happening on the stage and it doesn't for me in any way affect my experience of that show in a negative way at all mm-hmm. i can be aware of it too i'm aware of it sometimes um i can i can switch my focus to and from those moments and it just doesn't fucking bother me and um uh on rare occasion i've leaned forward for example to someone and i've said hey would you mind dimming your screen that's the way that's the only distraction that i i find myself needing to say something to somebody well i had the idea of shooting the whole special on ipad pros mm-hmm and then just setting them up around you because they can't be that far away from you to get the shot that you want. Right. And you can you can so zoom the, in and establish a, a pushed in shot. Yeah. Well, just put them where you put yeah. them, put them where you want them for the shot and then put them around. Right. And so then some people are going to be able to see you and some people aren't going to be able to see you that good. But then you can move around and you can then talk into the lens, go up to the lens and you're going to have all this weird kind of footage that you can cut together to make a sort of an interesting special. So the experience of the person watching the special is actually going to be better in some ways than the people who are at the live show. But, getting... Or they're going to be radically different because the people at the live show are going to see how it all works. Ideally, if you set it up the way I'm talking about, you would have it so that those the the iPods, they wouldn't be the in iPads. each other's shots. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you set that up, you could set that up and it would be invisible to the audience by simply putting a black thing over the screens. And, and now they're, they're, they're just... 
no one would notice them. Is that what you were talking about? No, no. I want them to be able to see them so that if I if I lean in to to say, do you know what I'm talking about? That right. they can see my face get big on that one little iPod and I, iPad, and it'll be. Well, I mean, for that effect. Your proximity to them is more profound than looking into that iPad screen. I, the, you're going to be pretty close to that iPad for that effect you're describing. Well, yeah, you're ta- I'm talking about having them within within five or ten feet, right, of my body. Okay, so all right, you're. This is really interesting. This I I would walk around in a PVC plumbing cage with GoPros attached to it. You know and do it that way some kind of rig like that so well, so it's i was just, about to so pitch the 360 sort of a buddy of mine i'm making a movie a year without god and one of the producers i'm working with on this film ryan um he has a gopro rig that has cameras all around and it shoots a 360 shot so and it makes a movie that you can go like on an iphone or an ipad you can actually you can you can decide what shot you're looking but at. But that's looking out. I want it's it to look in and in, out. I want it to look in at me. In only. Well, yeah, and you don't need This says a lot about you, really. I well, mean, it is my comedy special. I'm, I'm the but person wait who's now, doing now, the show. Wait now, now wait. Now hear me out on this. Hear me out. See, this is this is my problem with with being upset with people in in an audience. You're kind of you're you're kind of missing the loveliness of some of these options. I, okay, so at the very least you need 180. You need 180 degrees because you really only want to see the front of my face. You don't need to see the back of my head. 180, but then we'll put cameras so there's one facing me and one facing out. So at any moment... You kind of just blew my mind, by the way, with geometry here because a 360 is 360 from the position of the camera. And that that means, presumably, that that camera would be between you and the audience. So uh, if, if, if we shot footage of you... Um, well, then you've only got rigs. one angle head-on to me. I need, That's right. I need to be 180 like this. I need you to be able to pick any angle around from my from my left ear to my right ear and the top of my head down to my um, weenus. <laughs> weenus you went with. <laughs> I did. I was in a hurry, and I had nice. just heard somebody use it the other day. It's a and I thought, great oh, word. Yeah. It's a great word. What was yours as a kid for, for the penis? Uh, dink, I think. Dinky was mine. Not dinky, dink. Mine was oh, dinky. yours was dinky. Mine was dinky. Um, but we wouldn't say I wouldn't say that to my I didn't I didn't have a word that I could say to my parents about that body part. Yeah, no, like a, one I, time I, I got dinky soap. Or I have, yeah. One time I got soap in there and it really hurt. Yeah, I got uh-huh. soap in my dink and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't I didn't know what to say to my parents. But like it hurts, but I didn't know what word to say because I only knew forbidden words for it. This question tells a long uh, this this and yet I was able to marry and to have a small family of my own. This que- I think that's why actually had you mm-hmm. not gotten that soap in your dink. Here's this here, here's a great question that that tells so much more than just the question. Have you ever closed your the the head of your penis as, as in in your laptop? I don't answer hypothetical questions, Emery. <laughs> that wasn't hypothetical from I my perspective. Closed? No, I've never done. Two that. nights ago, I'm closing my laptop and and it pinched, just pinched. And just here's the thing: very, I did just a little bit. It just got a little like if you tiny. Got about touch. an inch. If you got an inch in there, it's, it's, it's just not, nothing. It's gonna hurt, but it's not. It gonna, won't even hurt. My penis has been smacked around. Depends on how hard you around. shut it. I, let me tell. That's true. I don't. I wasn't angry when yeah, I closed look, the lid. Let's go get your laptop. I, I just, because I I'm going to teach you a lesson you'll never forget. <laughs> I gently closed my laptop, and it caught a, a just a mm-hmm. sliver of the skin, and. There's that delay, you know. L- listen, there's a scientist who believes that we aren't experiencing in the moment. We have um, 
an amount of measurable time, even if it's a a hundredth of a millisecond, that we are behind what's actually happening because of our perceptive Mm -hmm. uh, spatial, perceptive uh, delays. I get that. It's kind of vaguely interesting to me, but it also feels a little bit like a, yeah, duh, of course. Right, right, right. But then on the other, my favorite thing about that, what you just said, is that there's a scientist who believes because you didn't just say they say. No, it's because, not they. Because they is sort of bullshit. But you just said there is a scientist who uh-huh. believes. And so that, it's hard to call bullshit on that because there's probably a scientist who believes everything. everything That's true. Right? That's absolutely true. Yeah, I just read this the other day and I thought... There was, are scientists who I believe find in interesting. God. You say blah, you don't care. Because okay, well, one of the, I know, one of the I think, reasonable questions whenever somebody postulates something like that, am I using that word right, is, um, yeah, great. How does that affect anything at so all? So what? So it's it's a so what? Is that how you feel about that one? Yeah. So what? So so what? So how? If 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 that's true, and I believe it is true. Uh-huh. Sure. I mean, these impulse, these sensory impulses. If you injure your finger, it takes a little while for your brain to realize you've done that. It may yeah. just be a m- micro. It seemed like at least three or four seconds, if not more. Before I realized I was in trouble, right? But this is anecdotal. This is not scientific. No, no, it's all anecdotal. And then I ignorantly, to solve the problem, yanked the computer away from myself. Well, that was an instinctive mistake. That was just... Sometimes... Our ancestors let us down on that one. Yes, they did. Yes, they do. (laughs) They did not see that laptop coming. Maybe there's a picture... Maybe there's a bigger picture use for that particular function. Mm -hmm. But man, it didn't serve me in this case. Yeah. Well, I would say that that is... That's solid advice. And I mean, we knew that... We learned that from something about Mary. Anytime you do something to your penis that Mm -hmm. hurts, Mm -hmm. slow... Down. Freeze. freeze is the yeah, right response. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Think for a minute yeah. before you do any take any action. Here's the rule: if it's just you, if you're the only one involved, freeze. If someone else is involved, you, I'm going to need a hypothetical. Well, I mean, think about that. You're, you know, I am thinking about it, and I'm, I'm a little bit lost. It still stands. It still I'm stands. The reason that if like you're in the wrestling on, on a wrestling mat, if someone gets a hold of your testes you're tip to tip with another person's penis uh-huh. or you're side by side your penises are side by side <laughs> and they're both closed in the laptop at the same time yeah i feel like slow still down freeze. and take your time is still, still the right answer i'm gonna i'm gonna acquiesce on <laughs> if not just for the beautiful visual i mean you're living you a lifestyle that's foreign to me but yeah if god bless you if you if that has happened to you listener uh-huh. uh freeze uh-huh you are protesting Mm-hmm. So here's here's the thing. Boy, we go we go just rapid fire. No, this is a good show. I want to get back to I want to I want to bring us back to the thing that blew my mind when you said behind my head, right? Because that 360. If you're going to place cameras and you want to get a true coverage of every angle, we need a camera both in front of you, between you and the audience, and behind you. And that never occurred to me till just now. I don't think you need a camera behind you, and I don't think you need an audience camera. But but what I had gotten to from what you were saying is that that you want this everywhere. Well, that's you know, so we're we're shooting the audience, shooting me. Yeah, right. I don't want to do that. He's got his hands held up in the Y position. The devil sign, where the pinky, the the thumb is pointing at me. I go and the pinky is pointing at the audience. Yeah, you know. And so I don't I don't think you need audience shots at a comedy show. Yeah, and I don't think you need shots from behind me out towards the audience. But what I thought would be interesting is to have both the view that you have from your seat and then a kind of a magnified view from 
these each of these angles right. whether it's whether that is on a screen that's right attached to the camera as is now possible with an ipad yeah like an ipad or whether you've got just screens. two cameras with big screens Sending on the side so that, so that then you've got a tinier camera the size of a gopro but not a gopro for because of the lens thing you were talking about but that size right. just on the on a stick and right. you've got them all around on sticks and i can walk up to any of those sticks at the at any moment and then you or someone in the back can switch the screen to that stick that's pretty amazing and then so that so that then you'd be able to create man eventually weird... we're just going to have the seat back of the seat in front of us will have a slightly angled up screen um that people can see as opposed to these huge big screens way like before plane. that they're going to invent a robot sex partner <laughs> and when that happens no one's going anywhere anymore. Yeah. yeah. Usually I do the uh, right usually there. I do the high five at the end of the show, but nope, 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 that was a no, mid show high five. You brought the right that, that was yeah. the right time for a high five. So um, I hear you. You know, listen. When I edit, um, or uh, sometimes I advise. I've advised on a couple of, of specials thanks to my having shot yours. Um, my advice is always: you don't need audience. You just generally do not want to go to audience. The, the the you know the audience shot historically has been just sullied by by going to the black guy on the black joke. Going well, to the, the couple. This is the married. person who might be offended, but they're not offended. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. There's that, and then there's the also like this might not seem funny to you, but check out these people. They like right. it. Right, right, right. It <laughs> just is. It's been it's, sullied. It's sort so of I, stupid. I think it's possible to to reclaim the. Um, the audience in these. I'm not fighting for this on yours. I get that you and I are eventually going to sit down and have a good hard talk about what you want to shoot, and that's not what I'm pitching right now. I'll here's what I'll do. We'll do it so that it's picture in picture. Yeah. And so there's just a constant one camera right at the level of my weenus aimed out at the audience. <laughs> See, I didn't say weenus again, uh, but it's aimed right out at the audience. And then so you can click something while you're watching and have that come up in the corner of the screen right just so you can watch it at any time. Like, I enjoy that. I wonder what the audience thought about it. <laughs> oh, look, the bald guy is going to the bathroom right now. It's funny. Not in his seat. I mean, he's getting up to go to the bathroom. Right, right, right. Well. You may not think this dick joke is funny, but Jake's dick thinks this dick, <laughs> this dick joke is funny. I, uh, I don't know. So smaller venue. You want to you shoot in a smaller venue. Well, what I, did you shoot the last special in? The last special I shot at Hilarities in Cleveland, right. which is, which is a, it's like a cross between a comedy club and a theater. It was a theater. It is a theater-sized yeah. t- space. And it's graduated it has, seating, right? But it has, yeah, it has it has tables as if, like a nightclub. Yeah. And then, and it has graded seating. But when you stand on stage, your feet would be standing roughly at shoulder level of the people who are sitting down. That's ominous. You have huge feet. Hmm? You have huge feet. That's got to be awful for you them. You have to stand back from the edge of the stage. Or oh, freak, you get back. Or it back. freaks people out. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so we got to we got to get a foot cam in here. And but uh, I'd rather I'd rather shoot at some place. You know, you want smaller still. I would love to shoot a special at some place like Zany's in Chicago. Yeah. I mean the downtown room. That the, long. Thin either room. downtown or the or the sub. Have suburb they remodeled room. that room, or is it still long and, and thin? It's the same. Okay. It's long and thin, and it's the wallpapered with people's eight by tens. Right. I look at yours every time I'm there because it's in the back near the bar. Yeah. Are we going to have to get releases from all the people in those pictures? No. Okay. Good. I don't think so. Well, this is second of all. I feel like I want to shoot it. So if we're high shooting- enough quality, but 
I'm, I'm saying, look, this is going to be direct. Either watch it online, download it, stream it, something really? like that. Okay. Broadcast, no You're thanks. You're tired of dealing with uh, broadcast, no thanks. HBO I would love to do another Netflix special, but they seem like they've gotten pissy about what they want and what they don't want. Well, I mean, listen, you they know didn't this. want they didn't want the second one that I did, and I thought you it was, told me that I thought it was good. You watched it. I have. I, I, I you still haven't watched it. No, I have yet to watch it. I'm so sorry to say that. I I've would love it if heavy. you could watch it. I will go home and watch it today. You're I'll, the I'll, person who produced the Showtime one. Yes. But then you refuse to watch the other one. It, no, it's not that. I feel really bad. It's on my desk, centered, and I keep sliding it over and working and editing, and then putting it back. Going, don't forget to watch don't forget this. To and watch I've been it. doing this three months, four months. When did you give it to me? It's yeah, it's months. I'm months an now. asshole. I'm the worst friend in the world. Mm, I wouldn't say asshole. A lot of people except say in an asshole. affectionate way. Except in an affectionate <laughs> way. I'll I, get to it. I, I really want to know. I want to know. I want to see if there's something I can see that says, "Oh, I see why they didn't buy it." Because you're. Well, that's One of the best I, yeah, comics on the planet. I don't and understand that's, why. That's exactly why I wanted you to watch yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think it's funny. Um, uh, yeah. So don't prime me. Yeah, about you're it. about to prime me. Don't. I'll let me decide. Let me watch it and yeah. Don't tell me what you think. Do you want to tell me? Do you want to tell me why people in the audience should be allowed to film your show whenever they want on their phone? I love coming back to it because I'd like to come back to it just for the sake of like I remember where we are and who what's. I, I know people are listening to this, and they're thinking, Do you know how much what better I've gotten at that sort of thing? In other words, remembering what was going on 10 minutes ago uh-huh. since losing this weight? That's another thing. My mind is clearer since losing that weight. I, was abs- I lost 50 pounds, to, for the listener. Uh, uh-huh. Those of you who are listening right now going, he looks great. What the hell? And his Yeah, you should have heard his fat voice. Oh. Right. <laughs> you could, well, you can go back you can and go listen back. to some of my past listen episodes. To, yeah, I've been on Watch It Twice. Yeah. So... Um, all right, let's do that. Um, the first of all, the the analogy I'm going to give you is that there are um, there are examples of when newspapers came out of people screaming bloody murder about how they were ruining the aesthetic of life, and uh, people sitting on trains not communicating with one another, reading these newspapers. And right, but that's and different now, from what I'm saying. I'm not saying that cell phones are out. ruining. Life. Well, you're not. I'm not saying they're ruining life. Well, I, I'm just saying just because you got a camera in your pocket doesn't mean it's okay to film everything. I understand all what you're time. saying. You've made your argument. Now let me make mine. Now, so, and 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 there are people making the exact same claim about uh, uh, kids playing games on their on their phones when sitting on the you know on the right but this again what we're talking about is not that i think they're identical and i'm going to tell you why i know you think they're not i'm telling you and because if they listen if they are identical then you realize that you have to admit that you're one of those assholes (laughs) so let me finish well if if people shooting um the comedy show from the audience Mm -hmm. are the same as your high school girlfriend giving you a hand job. <laughs> then if you don't like people shooting from the audience, then you don't like your high school girlfriend giving you a hand job. I'm yeah. not, so that says so that's yeah. That was a fancy way to call me a fucking Republican. I will tell you that. <laughs> Here's the uh that's a weird joke that no one's gonna understand what I'm well, at. I'm gonna need it explained. Really? Not right now. Okay. So so my point is this what we consider to be intrusive and distracting in our world is ever evolving that's my argument and those of us who are in our 50s 40 50s 60s and 70s those of us in that particular scope of life 
we we tend to first of all look back through rose-colored lenses at our past as the as the best option the best time the better time anyway and i call it the hell in a handbasket uh attitude well i don't want to go back to drunk construction workers calling me a fag right <laughs> you know <laughs> i didn't Dude, enjoy that and i don't enjoy people shooting your me. hairstyles were a choice i did have some weird hairstyles but that's no reason that I, well first of all that i mean i've been over this before but then you're calling me something first of all i'm not gay but second of all what if i was gay come on i'm trying to do a comedy show here yeah Give me a break. I've got a kooky hair. Did you have people yell that you're gay from the stage more than a couple times in your life? I mean, was that a constant thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a weird time. The 80s, there was a lot of tension, even in San Francisco or the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, there was just there was just a weird there was a never happens in Portland. I'll tell you that. I bet it did. It doesn't probably now. Yeah, maybe it was. I mean, I'm not going to get into Portland here. here, Here's my point. My point is what's I can't believe that you're still trying to talk me into letting people shoot my show from the audience well no i'm not talking you into that i'm just saying didn't didn't some band do a do a? I was very clear that i was not pitching this no, i know all right i know go but, ahead uh, probably so but you were trying to say look the reason i don't like it is because i'm old and old people don't like people in the audience shooting I, I a show see, from the stage. They I don't see you like bearing it. down. I, I, I sense that let but me I'm, let I'm, me try and soften i'm just it. saying i'm on the watch for this shit i understand i you signed are. up for snapchat I signed I, up for Snapchat. I'm on it. You, if I could figure out how to connect to any other people on Snapchat, which is a lie, I've connected to some people. But I just don't have the discipline to go on Snapchat every day and do it. But I get it. I get that some people like of it. all of my paranoid friends, you are one of the most technologically accepting and advanced. I will admit that. And you are one of my paranoid friends. Uh, okay. You are. I don't know what you mean by that. Of, of all my friends... Them and they comes out of your mouth probably more than nearly everyone except James Inman. That was before I knew about some scientists believe. Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to start saying it's a now. Clever tr- yeah. It's a clever trick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so um, what I'm saying is that um, eventually we will... I was trying to think of, a, of a, a direct corollary, right? What was distracting when you and i got into comedy you started before me i was 81 right well what was i i I get the point we eventually accepted as that's normal it's okay we can do that i get the point that you're trying to make but i mean i don't want people talking at their tables to each other too loud you know that's distracting makes it hard for me to do the show yeah the reason for no flash photography is is it's distracting it's hard to do the show and that's the same thing with the shooting the thing and i do get it in other places maybe it's okay when i first started going to new orleans I had a flash camera with film in it, and I would go up in the front, take pictures of the band, take pictures of the people dancing. I mean, it was sort of, it was just a funky good time that everybody was having, and mm-hmm. so a flash went off a few times. Nobody gave a shit. But now, you go and see those same bands in those same rooms, and if you got your cell phone out, sometimes they're cranky about it, because mm-hmm. it's like no pictures. So it's changed, It's actually changed the other way um, in, in that yeah. instance from the from the argument that you're sort of making and i feel like the general consensus now in comedy clubs is the the clubs have been trying to educate people you know you're not that's not cool to do that and i think people 
get it. They people yeah. get look. It's not cool to do that. And I, and so clubs they make the announcement, but I, they have to go around much less now than than they did five Initially, years ago. Initially, right when it was tell, new and shiny, and tell people because because people are like, what do you mean I can't? I can. I can. Yeah. Look, I can. Yeah. I can pull this out and I can make a movie. What do you mean I can't? I yeah. can. And then it was like, no, we get that you can. It's just just because you can doesn't mean it's a good idea. So we're not doing that. Right. And here's the reasons we're not. And I feel like my reasons are kind of roughly the general reasons for it. So I, I, I think it's a thing that's being established that it's, it's just not cool to do that. Yeah. Um, Stan Hope's argument, uh, which you didn't make, um, uh, and his, his main thrust, his main complaint about people filming is, um, you're missing the fucking show. That's one of the things that that's, he says. Well, that's that's. You're gonna jump on that one because I'm, I'm tearing it's, it's up. It's distracting. It's distracting well, to you. You're sacrificing your own experience. This is what I say to Fuck Stanhope for saying, for suggesting that he understands the experience of an individual different from him. That is fucked up. That makes me crazy, Jake. You can't make the argument for me. Some if, scientists if believe way that of in, some people my enjoy way, slamming the very tip of their weenus exactly. in their laptop. That's some exactly. People, love it. Some, some people, people love some it. Some people love it. I could probably make money if I put it on YouTube tonight. I get it. I get it. I was maybe rolling camera saying, too when it happened. Maybe he's saying it wrong. Maybe he's saying it wrong. Well, that's but my I point. But I my point that, is don't don't presume for others. Um, what is true for you, really, ever. It comes down to my platinum rule. The golden rule is bullshit. The platinum rule is a little bit better. Not perfect, but a little Tell bit better. Tell me the platinum rule again. Have we not done it? Yeah, we've, we've done, done it. it. All right, I'll do but it But not again. today. The golden rule is... How good is it if you won't even repeat it? I will. I will repeat no, it ad nauseum. The golden rule is do unto others as they would have uh, as, as they would have you do unto them. I'm sorry. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I hope you edit. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you is the golden rule. Right. The, everything is wrong with that rule. It's actually a fucking stupid rule. Do we say fucking on the show? It's a pretty good rule, but you're you're a kind of a real weenus for technicalities. I am a dink, man. Yeah. Uh, do unto others as they would have you do unto them is makes so much more sense. You got a fucking brother. How he likes to be fucked. That's exactly right. Do, do yeah. it to others as you would have them do, and as they would. Damn it. Yeah, no, do, I get it now. We all right. get it. It we makes mis- it. the golden rule makes miserable both the sadist and the masochist, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work well, in, in look, so many ways. I, 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 I think you're picking it apart in a way that most people don't pick it apart to find fault with it. But yeah, We're probably okay. redoing show we've already done. Isn't but it? but this Sorry. is what I would say is like, look, he's trying to explain to people or make he's making a point that look. Be in the moment. Get in the moment. Be at the show that you're at. Instead, when I am instead standing... Of, instead of capturing this thing in your phone that you're not going to watch later on. I, and I, I think for the most part, he's probably right. But you're right. There may be this few small percentage of the small. population... It's not small. That's my argument. My argument is it's profoundly big. The, the dinosaurs are, are, the one, are the lesser number. That's the rule. So... The guy stand. I'm one of them, my friend. If I'm standing watching Doug Stanhope, and he's on that stage, I have this amazing ability because you know the human mind it can multitask, right? I have this amazing ability to uh, enhance my experience of that show. Mm-hmm. You ready for you ready for an argument that's reasonable? By putting it on my phone and zooming in, and I can actually use it as a tool to to get closer to to the artist on the stage. And so I can see the stage in the background. I can go back and forth between these two images, my phone and the stage, the live stage, my phone and the live stage. And now I can watch it in the way 
in a way that gives me more enjoyment and information. So there you go. Don't presume that this particular thing diminishes the experience. If you're on the spectrum and you need to come to the show... (laughs) And make a videotape so you can go back and forth between watching me and watching the videotape. Then maybe what I should do is have, like, okay, that's the show. People who need to tape things so that they can enhance it for themselves, I'm doing that show on Sunday nights. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to share all of our footage. Everybody can shoot. This is an idea I had a long time ago. And we're all going to share it online. I I know a band has done this. It's It's been done. I wonder if someone should build a website where you can... Uh, the band opts in. Got it? The band has to opt in, or the or the comic opts in, and everything in the audience uh, and everybody who wants to can go to this website, load it up, and an algorithm gives you a, a hundred, two hundred, a three hundred camera shoot of this event. Well, they did that. How great the, is that? They idea? did that with the inauguration with uh, still photos. Okay. And so, so it's been done with still photos, where, where they, they knitted these images all together, and it, and it just made this unbelievable clarity where you could zoom into people's faces from this giant That's crowd. That's beautiful. It was really cool. It would be cool to be able to do that with, uh, with video. You know why they did I'm that. I'm talking about something. With the whole inauguration. <sighs> I, this is going to be racist. So they could find the shooters. Not racist. racist. It wasn't racist. Wasn't racist. Well, I it was. The, I, I mean, I, because you just assume the people want to shoot. I had a toe in the racist pool, but just a toe. Yeah. Okay. The joke doesn't work without that toe in that pool. Yeah, you're right. So, all right. I'm gonna. First of all, look. I in ten do- or fifteen years, you will see a bumper sticker. I want to take us back a little further and say you will see a bumper sticker that says. On the spectrum is the new retard. So I know what you did to... Uh, you're calling me retarded. No, I know. Okay. Well, you can't... Because you can't talk to anyone where you're saying anything anymore without offending someone who feels like they've got a stake in the game. Look, I'm probably on the spectrum. You don't get to be the second most paranoid probably. friend of yours without being on the <laughs> spectrum of something. We're all on the spectrum. That's what a spectrum yeah. is. Yeah. It exists to... Thank you. And is it 360 <laughs> degrees or 180 degrees, the spectrum that we're on? That's, well, you know what? It's a bell curve. Mm-hmm. And uh, where you are on that bell curve... I, a bell goes around, though. <laughs> Which curve are they using on the bell? I think it's they're the using the, the top. straight it's on the, the over yeah, top, yeah. top bell. All right, cool. Okay. Um, well, this is... I... So I'm so, excited about the idea of shooting you in a smaller venue. I, I, I really I like, like the smaller idea. venue. I worry I, that we'll have trouble selling it. But you don't give a shit about selling it. No, because I need to shoot it for five thousand dollars. I see. See, I want to do I want to do an ultra low budget thing, so that I know that I can make my money back yeah. I, by selling it for five bucks a thing, and. I know it's good enough that if somebody, if they wanted to put it on a thing streaming, and I'm not talking about shooting it lo-fi, yeah. I'm just talking about it doesn't have to be the highest fidelity of everything. And it, like you said, you can shoot stuff on an iPhone that looks really, really good. Yeah, yeah now is Showtime going to buy that? Maybe not. Is Netflix going to buy it? Maybe they're not. But maybe you get so much attention. If you shoot it for that much, you can sell it for $5 for a year. Or you can sort of release it. I'm thinking about releasing both of the specials I've got right now on Vimeo or someplace where you can get it. You can watch a nice, high quality version of it for free. Yeah. And then, hey, come to my site. You can buy it and download it for five dollars, or you can donate some money to me to support me. Or you, if you're that cheap and you just if watch you it for free, en- right. if you enjoyed this, come give me money. Is the idea? 
Yeah. Well, and if you enjoyed this, come see my next new live show as well. Because, right. because I'm trying to right now. I'm tr- I'm trying to get fans, the same as everybody's trying to get fans. And I've also made enough money. I've got a house and I've got a life, and you know I can make enough money touring on the road to support myself. Yeah, you're fine. And so I'm not that tr- house in the back. That's eight, nine bedrooms. Let's not. How big is let's ten? Not talk How many bedrooms? Specifically about my. It's seven. It's two bedrooms, Emery. Oh. <laughs> It's two bedrooms, but if you're talking about how many people can it sleep on the floor in the living room, a lot. A you lot. are living high, my friend. Yeah. So, um, I see what you're. I see what you're saying. Listen, whatever you're going to shoot, uh, and whatever your budget, I want to say this. I'm in. I want to do whatever I can with you. Okay. And, well, we can work out some I'm of the in. specifics later, but yeah. that's I, that's some of the general general of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to do something that's really kind of cool and and uh, you know you hate to say you're going to do something different because everybody's doing something different all the time yeah but uh, i've been messing around with i made this iMovie of this for this thing in denver mm-hmm. or, or in detroit that i'm doing this weekend if you go to my facebook page you can watch it well, i'll show it to you after this uh, iMovie on your phone has the have you looked at the trailers you can make movie trailers in there no, I haven't. It's really funny. I'll show you that if you're listening to this you can go to my facebook and look at the detroit movie trailer i think it's called jake johansson in michigan cool and it's uh it there's so there's really great stuff now that you can do with your phone and there's all these really funny tools to make making things so cool yeah and i think it's silly to i i'm, I'm just kind of done getting five or six of these giant expensive cameras and five or six operators and you know special lights and painting a backdrop i, I want to go a little bit smaller budget not necessarily smaller tech but just l- so that so that you can really catch that feeling that you have you know when you're doing a show in a nightclub for 150 to 300 people and it's just on you're connected to them and they're having a great time you that's the lightning that you want to catch in the bottle and it's really hard to do that yeah. in a theater or a bigger special with a lot of crew because just the odds that that's going to happen on the given night that you've got the cameras there are it's tricky the odds it's going to happen on a given weekend yeah it's pretty high right you know i love the room in in chicago zany's room is just crazy cool i love the idea of shooting i think it might be a little bit too narrow because i think you want to widen it out so you can get some of those side on angles well if you're trying to go for but you could uh, shoot you're trying to go for different you're trying to go for unique right that is one of the most intimate um unusual rooms i mean if you were going to pick a hot room to shoot where you could go wide i would go why Mm -hmm. aren't we shooting in pasadena they fill that thing up every night you know that what do you mean the ice house House. the ice house is a great club i haven't been i haven't been there in forever though i don't know why i don't know why every special isn't shot in the ice house it's one of the hottest clubs i know why every special isn't shot there because i mean then someone would go can't we shoot our special in a different place (laughs) they shoot every special in here we just created a whole alternative universe. But with that discussion, I, I think it's possible that we just made that actually pop out in another place and happen. I've watched some specials on Netflix. A scientist believes that's what happens every time we talk. Some scientists believe that some of the comedy specials on Netflix are not as good as you think they're going to be. <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You realize if we discover that every time we think of something and communicate it or think, you know, if, if that is actually creating universes, 
whatever. I'll tell you one thing that I definitely know is true. Someone will listen to this and think, I'm going to try and do that. And I'm fine with that. And right. Go for it. And if you'd like to help me do it, send me an email. (laughs) (laughs) Do they know your email address? It's easy. You go to my website. It's contact Jake, but it's Jake at JakeThis.com. So easy. It's easy. My Twitter's at JakeThis. I mean, if you can't communicate with me, although I do owe some listeners some communication, and I have shouted out to them on the podcast, but I do owe some emails to some people. And if you want to email me, you can email me at bugjakewiththisshit at jakethis.com. That's my email address. <laughs> Is it really? Do you still have a back door into my website? Where no, you... I'm kidding. I'm, try- I'm trying to fill your complaints about me. I'm filling your... Because you, you have a catch-all working, right? Yeah, no, I don't think I have a catch-all. But if you just subject line Emery Emery is an asshole, no <laughs> bullshit, that's fine. I'm going to get forwarded such crap. <laughs> I wish. I wish that was the case. I wish yeah. that I was operating in a world where I was going to be inundated with those emails. But it's going to be a manageable amount. They're going to be very articulate. Yeah. And we're both going to enjoy them. That'll that's be- what I can promise you about yeah, the Emery Emery is an good. asshole, no bullshit emails. You can email me at emery at emeryemery.com. And, uh, well, so I want to shoot, I want to shoot whatever you want to shoot. Absolutely. Um, do you think you would ever do another theater show and, uh, you know, and try to, you're just done. You're done with that. Cause you, you didn't lose money. Did you? No, I didn't lose money on on, on the one that we did, but but that's because it sold to Showtime and Netflix. Right. And I wouldn't have lost money on the next one if we, if it had sold to Showtime and Netflix or even, even one of them. Right. But and I, and I, this is, technically I haven't lost money yet yeah. because uh, it, it's not over till it's over. No, I know you tour. Bitch. I know you sell copies. I know you put them online and stuff like that yeah. to make money off of them. So you make your money back. But yeah, yeah, we should be millionaires by now. You're too talented. I always tell everyone that I'm about two million dollars away from being set for life. <laughs> and that's uh, where I thought you were going to say I'm, I'm about two million dollars away from being. What, what would the positive? Because I, I really thought you were going to go the other direction and go two million dollars away from being one million dollars in debt, or something like that. I, that's what I thought. Work I on thought it. Get back doing, to me. I'll get back to you. I'm, I'm sorry. My apologies. I almost stepped on the microphone. Well, what are you working on nowadays, Sam? A year without God. Do you know about this? Do you know about the pastor who put out a blog and he said he's going to live a year as if there's no God? Oh, I think you told me about this guy. Yeah. Right. So Ryan Bell, he's a pastor. He was the pastor at the Seventh Day Adventist Church in Hollywood, off Hollywood Boulevard and the 101. That big, huge church with the round uh, front. So, so it's a big church. This church, huge church, uh, size. And so, did somebody take over his church then? He got thrown out over the I don't know over the past like six, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. He was just really being called into the principal's office too often to have to answer to the elders for uh, his liberal take on things. You know, he. I mean, he was a pastor who was saying, you know, this gay thing, we shouldn't be passing laws to uh, oppress gays. Get in the office. What are you doing? You can't be saying that. And... uh, and on and on. The list goes on and on. That's the hot button one. But uh, So he, he's coming from a humanitarian, compassionate yeah. place. And so he said, look, he's challenging. If, that, if, this is, if this is church, yeah. I'm going to live a year without God and see how that goes. Well, they, they kept pushing on him and pushing on him. Finally, they got his resignation. 
you know, and you know how that works in a church system, you know, someone shows up at your door, they're wearing all black, and they make a threat. That didn't happen. I'm making that up. But he got pushed they're out. They're basically firing you, but, yeah, you, but, but do you, you get to resign to yeah. save face or some yeah. bullshit. But then they don't have to pay We're you We're going to accept your resignation. Yeah, but then, they, then, you, then, you, then, then you don't get unemployment. Yeah, I don't know how that works. They must the have given them a package. Probably. Mm-hmm. It wasn't much. He was broke pretty quickly. So is this a, is he a married guy? Is this he was married? Um, he was actually during uh, I think prior to him being pushed out, uh, his uh, that marriage had had failed and he was moving on. He has two kids and he was moving on. When I met him, he was uh, uh, single um, by that time or, or in the process of becoming single. Mm-hmm. And um, he now has a lovely girl that he's fallen in love with, and they're starting a new. Uh, so how far into a year without God is he? We are finishing up editing. He spent the entire year of 2014. Is that right? 2014? We just finished 2015. Maybe he spent the... Yeah, he spent the entire 2015. At the end of 2014, in other words, the beginning of 2015, he put out the blog. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that right? Or maybe we're a year into editing. Yeah. It's not a year. It's a couple of months. (laughs) I'm an idiot. It's yeah, because this is your project, and you it's a you, you know very little about it. I'm trying to figure out anyway. Anyway, so he's, so he's you're editing. He's passed this, the year, and, and what's he we've doing been now? working our ass off on the edit. Is he back into God? Um, you'd like to know that, wouldn't you? Is that part of the movie? We, yeah, you know, well, it's a spoiler well, alert. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Okay. I really can tell you. I mean, all you have to do is search on the internet. He wrote his final blog. He's yeah. Of course, he ended up as a humanist atheist. He's a, he's a non-believer. He was a non-believer. And what's his name again? Ryan Bell. Pastor Ryan Bell was R-Y-A-N. what he was called. Ryan. R-Y-A-N-B-E-L-L. Those are two names you don't really have to spell, do you? That's a, there's no other ways to spell those. Uh, well, I don't know. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's not black. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking that load off of my shoulders. No worries. I, I, <laughs> I didn't need to. No, there's plenty of people who are do, creative spellings of names. Do you know Mike Kaplan, comedian Mike Kaplan? One of my favorites. He's MYQ. A, he does his podcast out of my house when he's in L.A. Mm. Or out of my studio. Which MYQ. Is How Which cool is, is silly. that? But he's black. He is not. I'm pretty sure he's black. Mm. You need to turn the lights up when he's over. Okay, I'll do it. I'll check. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you're working on that documentary film. Yeah. When is it going to be done? When we really are like uh, a few weeks tops. Um, um, from putting it into sound and color. Netflix, Showtime, Vimeo? We don't know yet. You know, that process happens after you finish it and show it. Festival? Yeah, we're, we're looking at festivals, obviously. Um, I've, got a, I've got a couple people I'm talking to about maybe just going straight out there and selling it to all the very, pushing it hard. Who are your production partners with this thing? Ryan Moore is the other producer. and the R-Y-A-N. Uh-huh. M-O-O-R-E? That's correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then Tim Banks. I think we got that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to. Tim Banks is the director. He's the guy that came up with the idea, let's shoot this. And he, he found Ryan Moore and said, I want to do this. And they worked together. Um, then I met them and they said, well, we'd like you to produce. So I raised the funds to get the thing done. And uh, and now I'm working on the final edit with uh, with Tim and Ryan. And it's I'll, really a good movie. It is such a lovely movie. Can I see it before it's out? Yeah, for I'll other send you a copy as soon as we uh, lock picture. I'll send you a mm-hmm. Vimeo. And then is it okay if I shoot that on my camera phone sure. while I'm watching it? And yeah, then put it's it the out best way my, to watch it. I'll put it out on my YouTube. Yeah, sure. don't watch the actual movie. Watch your oh, camera phone so much footage better. of it. Yeah, because you yeah. can zoom in on certain spots. I like a handheld shot better anyway, <laughs> so this is a way that I can It'll have a handheld shot without... Yeah. yeah. Well done. 
<sighs> We're such dicks. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> um, I'm excited about going home and watching your, your special. I want to see... I love your comedy. Just love it. Um, and uh, I'm really excited. And do your listeners know how many times you did Letterman? I mean, you were you I held think a I've record. Told, I, t- I bring it up. Yeah, you, you know. held a record. I, I know you're not a guy who brags, but man... There's you... an episode where a friend of mine, right after I did it, who's also a famous author, Christopher Moore, he, he wrote the book yeah. Lamb. Yeah. If you've never read it, I think you'd like it. I'm sure I would. As a... Uh, Christopher Moore. M-O-O-R-E? M-O-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. I'll give you, give you a copy. And so right after I did my last Letterman, which was... You know, he he came on and interviewed me, and so people do know. I've yeah. been on forty six times. Cool, it's a lot of times. That's nice. It's a lot. Of, it is nice. It's nice for me. You know, whenever I have an author on my show, ardent atheist or skeptically yours, um, one of my favorite gags is they pitch their book, they talk about it, and then I say, "Now, where can people hear this?" That's a funny joke, man, and it just flies right by most people. But well, but audio books are out now. You it's can... the only way to listen to books is the joke. That's the idea. No one's reading anymore. They are. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm... Are you kidding? That's another thing, by the way. You know what was really... F- you can read books. You can listen to books. You can listen to books that you're reading. If you you, you got to buy both copies, but mm-hmm. you can do that. It's a possibility. You know that. Sitting right next to me, Where Underpants Come From, by Joe Bennett. Sitting right here. That's a book. That's, That's right there. Book. That's a book. That's a pile of books. That's a pile setting, of books sitting on a box. You're drinks on. There's a lot of books in here. That's right. I'm disrespecting the movie. But I, I download them and I, I read them on my phone now sometimes. I do that sometimes, too. Or I download them and I listen to them. I, I'm, I've just become a big fan of listening as often as I can. Man, do I prefer listening. My problem with listening is... I have a fundamental problem with retention anyway. I do not do well at retention. I can read a book cover to cover sometimes in a couple of days. Who was the director in the sixth row at the Academy Awards? Michael Moore. <sighs> From the, earlier in this conversation. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Okay. I, went to, I went for the dumbest yeah, I still, director. I don't I get think. it. Yeah, I didn't the get joke there is yeah, me. No, I get it. You got me. it wrong. You got was it me? No. All right. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg is the joke, I know. Okay. Or the answer. Not what the were joke. you saying? What were you saying? Uh... I have a, a lot of people say that when they listen to a book rather than reading a book, they don't. Um, they, first, they say they don't experience it the same, which I think may be true. I, I'm for most. Mm, you it, don't. I feel like it really depends on who's reading it. Yeah. Um, man, I. So the, you would never say, "Hey." I'm not advertising. You don't say read the book, don't listen to it. You're not one of those. I always jerks clarify that if I that. say to someone that I read the book, but I actually listened to it. I'll tell them that I listened to it. Uh-huh. But uh, but I do think that if if it's a book with charts and diagrams and statistics or things that you have to go back and refer sure. to or or visually absorb, then yeah. obviously you'd rather have the book book. Yeah, the one. But, I'll give you an example of that, and it's not diagrams and pictures. Um, reading Hitchens, mm-hmm. I really had to read Hitchens on. A Kindle or or my iPhone, because every couple of pages he would make a reference that I would have to go understand better mm-hmm. to understand his point, because he's so erudite. If, if oh, I thought you were going to say arrogant. No, he's erudite. <laughs> he, he can he's been called that. He's um, a bit arrogant. He's for me. so knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and he makes such high level references that go so beyond my scope of knowledge or experience that if I really want to experience his book properly, I have to just stop and I have to. I find Christopher Hitchens is so smart that he makes me not want to be smart. Yeah, I yeah. Fi- I'm just like, man, this guy. If this is what it's like to be a genius. Mm-hmm. They can all go fuck themselves. Yeah. 
Well, I know he, that's that's an ignorant, stupid thing for me to say, but well, somebody's got to say ignorant, stupid things. And and he did. Did he? He drank and smoked himself into an early grave. Well, who's to say what early is? What time is it? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not trying to die, but but I just feel like if you get wow, did he get he got close to sixty, didn't he, or more? Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm 52, and when I was younger, I remember we talked about this earlier. I, I remember when I was younger, I was like. Shit, I don't. I, I don't want to live to be past sixty. You out of your mind? And right now, I'm like, boy, I can't wait till sixty. That's going to be fun. I'm not in a hurry to get to sixty, but yeah, I don't feel like it seem. It doesn't seem old anymore. But yeah, people. They, I mean, <laughs> I listen to some podcasts where people are talking about some old guy that they saw at a bar or something. And it turns out it's, you know these fifty year old dudes, and it's like it's not that old. I mean, yeah. you'll see. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. see. But uh, you're not old when you're fifty unless you've really not taken care of yourself. Right. Um, but where where are we right now in our conversation, would you say? I don't feel old, though, at all. I mean, do you... My aunt, when she was in her 60s, was really vicarious and really silly and really lovely. Like, she would... One time, I'm driving... I'm riding down... No, I'm driving. I'm driving, and she's in the car. I'm driving her car, by the way. It's important to note. And she's in the car, and she just reaches in and grabs something out of the glove box, and all of a sudden I notice she's lighting something, and I glance down. And before I can process what's happened, she's blowing up a couple of firecrackers in the floorboard of the car while we're driving down the road. 60s, this woman. Mm -hmm. That's how she was. She was playful and crazy and stupid. (laughs) Dangerous. Yeah, there's danger in that, I guess. But she used to say, I... When I look in the mirror, I don't feel like the person who's looking back at me oh, at all. Uh, yeah, and I've, that's how I feel, definitely. I've been saying that for a while, that w- when I tell people my real age, I f- it feels like I'm lying. It doesn't feel like that could possibly be true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and, and I think younger people, they, they don't understand that until they experience it themselves. I mean, this is the other thing, is I feel like I make a, a, as good a connection now with the audience as I have been, and I'm as funny now, or funnier now than I was yeah. when I was in my 30s. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, not every... Young young people kind of want to watch people in their age group and demographic. They come to my show and they enjoy themselves, but to build a Do you feel like you base, understand the, the dynamic involved in performing better, maybe? Because I don't think you're funnier. I don't think you were funnier then. I think you've been consistently top-shelf funny since the first time I saw you in the 80s to now or the special that i cut well for that's you. yeah that's sweet i feel like I'm, I'm i'm at the height of my powers of being able to express what i think is funny to the people who show up the height huh the height you've reached an apex well i mean maybe not that's my point i don't think as good as i am now yeah that's why i'm excited about 60 you know what have i not figured out yet you it's know what not i'm that saying I'm, it's not that we're not having great ideas and concepts and doing cool stuff just this week i figured out that when i drink a can you know those cans those old-fashioned cans when i drink a can of Uh water uh instead of having to lean way back to get the last drink all i have to do is put my hand on my knee and it's so it's a thousand times easier to finish a can of i'm 52 and i figured out that life hack 
What else don't I, I know, I Jake? I don't understand that. No, I'm telling you. Next time you're finishing off a can of... Um, I don't a, drink too many cans of Get things. one, though, just for, for the hell of it, you're saying right? you get a hold of that, and it helps you to... When you put your oh, it hand helps your balance. Your, you're getting a little if balance. If you put your hand on your knee, and then you, I'm sitting in the couch, I put my hand on my knee, then I can lean back, and I'm not, I'm not falling and flailing to finish the last drink. 52, I figured this one out. You've been listening Why to that <laughs> tips from Granddad. I know, right? On the Jake This podcast. My, my point is, when I think of something, you might not be ready for this, people in your twenties and thirties yet. But someday, when you start feeling like, man, I'm having some real problems taking that last sip out of my can of my favorite beverage, grab a knee mm-hmm. and remember Grandpa. That's exactly right. When, listen, whenever a moment like that happens, and I'm like, that seems so logical, it either means it means one of two things and possibly both. It either means that, man, when I'm 60, I'm going to have a lot more figured out, and that's going to be a fun place to be, or it means I'm just an idiot. And I think it means both. Hey, well, when you watch my special, you'll hear me say a thing like, finally, I know some shit, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> One of the things that I'm starting to understand, uh, and I mean just starting, the last year or two of my life, I'm starting to understand uh, there's, a, there's a really, really awful fact that has taken me years to come to, to, to accept. I'm not being shocking when I say what I'm about to say. I'm not trying to be comedically shocking or even uh, um, conceptually shocking, okay? Okay. The smartest people in the world think they have it figured out. But the worst part of this is the dumbest people in the world think they have it figured out, including retards. When you watch someone who's full on... I really wish you hadn't said retards, just because I feel like it undermines your credibility it's slightly. Not. But, it's, it's but, not. But no, it, I disagree with When you watch someone the, who dis- has an IQ, a, a genuine IQ problem, can never work as a, because, they, because they don't understand the basics of the world, make arguments... They're no different than the genius making the art. There's no difference whatsoever between the two of them. They both are convinced they know the answers to whatever they're talking about. I, I, I disagree with your original premise. I should premise have said on that, the spectrum. I disagree with your premise that the smartest people in the world think that they know what they're talking about. Because I feel like most scientists, the whole premise of the scientific method is this is the best explanation based on the experiments that we've done of what's going on right now. Well, there's a which study- is not to say which is not to say that we won't find a better explanation later. And so my favorite people to listen to are the people who tell you what they know. They're willing to impart their knowledge, their their best systems of how to do things, but they're willing to accept the possibility that there's another way that you can no do it. No question, that's true. You 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 definitely you definitely went to the right place. Um Science. The sciences is all about um, presuming that you probably have something wrong and then trying to figure out what that is. That's absolutely true. And in the sciences, you are, you are disciplined to that end. Now, that said, the more someone believes they know about something, the more likely they are to, be, uh, to make mistakes. That's, that's, a known, that's a known metric. My, that we dad, have to take my dad said... When you think you're a good driver, that's when you're going to get in trouble. Right. You know, you've got to be out there constantly evaluating and making sure that you're on top of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you funny. know that was just an allegory for sex, right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> when you think you're good at anything, uh-huh. that's when you really got to pay attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does one just live to switch one's... it around to to a marriage, a light, a lighter hearted kind of a version of this in in, a, in marriage, and the difference is kind of of how different ways that people perceive things. My my best friend for years is a comedian named John Ross, and when we'd be driving across town, we'd ask each other, like, why are you going this way? You know, not in a, are you a dumbass? Because mm-hmm. that's when I ask my wife, like, well, she's driving, I'll go, why are you going this way? She always takes it like, do you think I'm an idiot who doesn't know how to get it? Go- I'm right. going this way across town. And I go, no, I'm asking you because I would never have gone this way. Maybe you know a better way right, than right. I know. So right. I'm asking you why you're going this way. Right. And, you know... Sometimes people have an explanation for why personal insecurity things. is the ice of our lives, man. We well, just or slip something and fall on it. In that constantly. example, my wife's thing is like, look, I, I got my brain resource allocated to more important things than the way that I get from here to West Hollywood or wherever right. I'm going. So, right. um, I don't have a why am I going this way explanation for you because this is just the way that I'm going, right. and I'm busy using my brain to think about other things. Well, the, yeah, the, the direct answer to that is because I hadn't thought about it much. That's 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 the direct answer, which is a fine response, by the way. Sure, sure. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I'm I'm always trying to to figure out. Look, is this the best way to do what I'm doing, or is there another way to do that's what how, I'm doing? That's how. That other. That I do that can... second to second when driving a car or anything. I, it's second to second. What's am I making the right decision right now? It's sometimes overwhelming for me. Some people walk down the street and they see a big line. Yeah. And they think there must be something awesome going on in there. Right. I want to get in there. Uh huh. And I think there's some dumbasses I don't have to deal with today because <laughs> I'm not. There's no way I'm getting in that line. You know, this is. Th- I just. This is a great personality test. This line thing because what I think is. There's another way to get in there. That's exactly the first. I I, I can absolutely get. First of all, I don't care what's in there. I just want to beat these idiots who are in the line. That's where my head goes. I'm not quite that far gone, but my thing is always like either there's a better way to get in there or yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. Because I'm not going to get in that line. Yeah. I don't want to. You know. I'll pee in a jar yeah. if it's a line for the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, it's that's never one of those, a line for the bathroom, that's one, Jake. Oh, there is a line for the bathroom. Where? Are you kidding me? What? A lot of places you can wind up in a line for a bathroom. We were just driving back from the desert the other day, and we passed the only Starbucks in 29 Palms. You know, there's, there's probably no Starbucks. It's not in 29 Palms, is it? It's in Joshua Tree. Okay. And there's, there's not a, it's the only Starbucks within 30 miles. They, uh-huh. have, they have some other coffee shops that you haven't. If you're a local, you know about it, I'm sure. But yeah, so that's where we stop in to get a coffee, and then you got to pee because you're on a drive. And man, there was a line. Are the Russians putting this up as propaganda to show how life over here is horrible? We used to put up the whole toilet paper lines. Our toilet lines are worse than toilet paper lines. Well, because we've got this weird bathrooms are for customers only policy in America. Yeah, and really, it's a no homeless people. Policy. That's exactly what it is. Um, but. It's Why don't sort we of want a, the homeless people to be able to clean up? I think it's to our advantage to provide them with a place to use yes, the it toilet is. and to wash Did off. you hear about them taking away the little houses someone's building in, I think, Chicago, if I remember right? They have these little houses that someone is building and giving to the homeless. And the cops are coming around and taking those houses away and destroying them. 
Yeah, well, because they're unsafe. They don't have running water. They don't. They don't meet any source. Any of the right. So it's safer for this person rules. to live under a tarp and sleep on a piece Jag-offs. of cardboard. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Well, we've got to either acknowledge like something's gone wrong. We've got people living on the street, and these aren't people to. I I get I get it. There's people out there who think, oh, just they should just get a job and pull themselves up, and maybe some of them should, but some of these people are just screwed and they need some help yeah. they need some help to get back on their feet and right. they deserve a place to go to the bathroom a place to wash up and a place to sleep that's right out of the elements you know who's going to fix this donald trump <laughs> <laughs> he'll find a way to make money off those little houses he says he's going to solve a lot of problems he'll build the mexicans for well, as deficit. soon as he sends all the illegal aliens back to other countries mm-hmm. and then stops letting muslims come home to their homes here in the united states right that's going to free up a lot of housing it is for homeless people I, like i said who's going to solve it thank yeah. you for explaining how i had no idea actually but you're yeah. right and he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything negative against the white supremacist did that really blow donald your mind? trump wouldn't go look it up after the show it'll blow your mind He's endorsed by David Duke. He's on CNN. They give him the opportunity to reject David Duke. And he says, I don't know David Duke. I don't know anything about David Duke. I don't know anything about white white supremacy. He said this. He actually said, I don't know David Duke. I don't know about him. And I don't know about white supremacy. Why would you want me to uh, disavow someone I don't know anything about? That was his take. If Donald Trump... You know he's lying, right? Right there. He's First of all, he... Who doesn't I, know had, what white supremacy if Trump is? Came, if Donald Trump went on television right after he got the Republican nomination mm-hmm. for president and announced that it was all a performance art piece, I would totally be- believe him. Because I can't, be the- I can't understand what he's doing. And it seems like every day he's doing another outrage. It seems like he's trying to get thrown out. Yeah. Like... If he sent Oprah a dick pic tomorrow, uh-huh. I would not be surprised. Right. Because it's like, uh, he he just does the craziest stuff and says the craziest thing. And he's he's sort of entertaining uh-huh. on that level. On this, I have never not, watched he, news. I haven't watched news in the past 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I'll read some news. You know, I'll get some news. But I haven't watched news on television in 10 years. The minute Donald Trump got in this, Boom. I'm watching Lawrence every single time I get a chance to watch Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC. I can't... Who? who? Lawrence O'Donnell. And I only watch Lawrence because we have a friend in common. And so uh, I... I, Is he one of those pinko MSNBC commie guys? He's a a lefty socialist guy. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. And he's friends with my libertarian friend. Uh, So it doesn't even make sense that they're friends, but they're friends. Oh, are you kidding me? Those are two sides of the same dirty handkerchief. You think? I just made it up. Yeah, that's I don't even well know done. what that analogy means. <laughs> They're not. They're completely opposites. Um, yeah, yeah. Lawrence O'Donnell's lovely, and uh, and I like watching. Uh, occasionally, I'll watch Rachel Maddow. Um, I guess I'm a lefty. Yeah, I guess you are. Are you adding up our first take and this one to know how long we've gone? We've gone long enough. Okay, good. I mean, we've we've surpassed. We've fulfilled our quota of talking per episode. If you want to be done. I love the idea of you saying that and then stopping. It's just like I say nothing even. You just turn it off. Put a click sound in. That's, that's to me, <laughs> that would have been click. The, the most artful ending of a podcast I, ever. I wasn't looking in terms of like, oh, it's time to wrap it up because you're getting sort of passionate about this. I didn't think this. you were. 
but I but I also kind of feel like like this isn't a political show. I have my opinions. You obviously have your opinions. But I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm never I'm the to twain keep it, shall meet. Well, I'm trying to keep it so that like if you're a fan of Donald Trump's and you want to listen to this show, I, I don't want to make. I, you know, we don't want to piss off the white do, supremacist. I, that's totally understandable. I would understandable. be so super surprised if there were white supremacists who were fans of my show. Three. I think you have three. Minimum three. Well, that's, the, that's the number of white supremacists that there are. If you're... <laughs> you've got the whole bag, man. You are a success if I you've got all, all three white well, supremacists. Well, I was listening to this thing today, and now this is going to tip <laughs> off how you know we're recording this at, at the end of February, the bonus day of February 29th. And uh, I was listening to the radio... And they were ta- they were talking about some incident that happened in Orange County where there was a Klan rally and there were counter Klan protesters and the Klan people evacuated because it was getting dangerous. But yeah. one guy was left behind and there was a Jewish guy who had come to sort of protest and interview the Grand Wizard. But then he found himself kind of intervening on the behalf of this Klan guy Wizard. who was about to get, you know, pummeled yeah. by this crowd of protesters. He was like, hey, wait, man, stop. If an Don't- interviewer is saving your life, you're not a wizard. Well, it is. It's funny that we, I, I, I think it was a weird choice of officer titles, wizard, right. wizard right. grand wizard. But it's a dumb idea. Yeah, it's sort of most of their ideas are dumb. <laughs> I'm willing to say that I'm better than Trump. I'll go that step. Most of the ideas of the of, of the, the KKK and the white supremacists. Yeah. yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, yeah. Ku Klux Klan. They're just dumb. They're just stupid. They don't even know marketing. It's the worst name ever. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to help brainstorm a better name for the Klan. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I think that's fair. I'm out. Um. <laughs> if you'd like to brainstorm for the Klan, email me at emery at emeryemery.com, and you and I will figure out a better name. For subject line, Emery Emery is an asshole. No bullshit. <laughs> Hey, Emery, thank you for coming on the thank show. Thank you. Thank you. Let's high five. All right. One more time. Yeah. You hit it. I looked at your elbow that time. That's what you're supposed to do. I know the tricks. Hey, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'm off to Melbourne tomorrow night, and this has been uh, crazy getting ready. I'm super excited about it. If you know anybody in Australia or if you're in Australia, please ask them to come out to see the show. You can link to it from my website, jakethis.com. There's a link to the tickets for the Melbourne Fest, or you can go to their website, the Melbourne Comedy. Do I have to tell you how to use Google? You know how to do that. Don't give up, everybody. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Thank you so much for all of your support, and I can't wait to see you at the nightclub.